Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, everybody. Oh, it feels like this has been forever. Okay, so it's been a while anyway. And why is that, you may be asking. Actually, I want to say thank you for the people that have reached out. Things have been, uh, we're all fine, we're healthy, and it has been crazy and in such a great way. Here's why. Thomas and I have really been working seriously 12, 14-hour days since I don't know when that started. And business has ramped up. As you may know, I had been a classroom teacher and resigned from that position over the summer when it was time for me to make a commitment. And there was a lot of um, guidance that went into that. And I was feeling very guided to step into this full-time And Thomas and I checked intuition. We checked with all of our tools and resoundingly got a yes, do it, do it. So took a step out there and did it. And honestly, I've, it's not been um, any apprehension. I haven't had any oh crap moments and it's been a lot of work. And I'm so grateful that Thomas has found some, he's brought in some new ways of earning revenue while I'm trying to get up to speed. Part of that means we've been vying for time on this recording machine. (laughs) We have the microphones, but the space to record was a real issue. And as he's been being busier, I honestly just haven't been able to get in to make any um, podcast recordings. That is the delay here. And we came up with a solution that we're so excited about. We would absolutely love and appreciate your support on this. Here's the deal. We found an audio booth that allows us both to record and do all of our stuff. It gives us the space to do what we need to do. So Thomas set up a GoFundMe. If you are gaining value and you would like to donate to this, that would be amazing. You know, I'm thinking it could be called the Keep Majana Out of the Classroom <laughs> Fund Me as well, because I sure don't want to have to go get another job. <laughs> anyway, if you do feel led at all, we would be so grateful. It's on GoFundMe.com. It's just under Thomas and Majana. I think he put a picture of a sound booth on there, and we're just really excited about it. He's able to do what he needs to do, and now look, I'm back on. Woohoo! So thank you, thank you for your patience and your support, and I'm grateful to say this time it wasn't any issue other than supply and demand, so that's a good thing, right? All right, on with business here. This topic, oh my gosh, I love this. So my friend Rick and I had this conversation, and I thought, wow, what a great question. Let's make it a podcast. His question was, All right, I appreciate my soul guides, and can I not just talk to my soul, or can you talk to my soul? What does that even mean and look like? Yeah, love that. So I'm going to just kind of tell you, this is Majanaism here, okay? (laughs) All right? Again, like everything, let me, here's my disclaimer. I am no guru. I am not brilliant. I am just on a soul's journey like you are. And I'm happy to share my experiences and conclusions that I've drawn over the years based on those experiences. 
So today, what I'm going to talk about here is a combination of my experiences and then also my lifetime of reading, trying to get questions answered, what makes sense to me with quantum physics and Newtonian physics, you know, earth life and spirituality, just world religions, trying to piece it all together in a way that makes sense to me. Because as much as I value a variety of religions, in my opinion, the bottom line is they're still religions. The universe is bigger than that. I don't know. I don't believe there are rules, quite honestly. I think it's pretty much anything goes. If you can imagine it, if you can imagine it, what do you think the universe can do that's so much more vast? My minor is science, physical science. So I'm kind of left brain and I like logic and I like things to work and fit. So I've over the years kind of put together sort of this hierarchy, I think, with a lot of wiggle room in there. But this is kind of the way I see it. So when you're when I'm talking about angels and guides and higher self and the universe and God and okay, what does it all mean? How is it all put together? This is my visual of this and maybe this will help some of you. I hope it resonates with some. And I'm not saying it's right. Like I said, this is Machanaism. <laughs> My conclusions. I believe that no matter what you call God, Allah, Great Spirit, Divine Spirit, Infinite Intelligence, the universe, no matter what you call it, whatever your word is, it's all the same thing, in my opinion. Okay? It's infinite love and infinite intelligence. A lot of times, my word is universe, universal love, divine intelligence, or Yahweh. All right, let's do this. Put me on pause and grab a pen and paper, and I'm going to have you draw something out that I think will make this easier. If this was video, I would make a video of this to show you, but it's not. So I think the easiest way to do this is first, I'm just going to ask you to draw things and label them, and then I'll go back and explain them, okay? So sort of at the top of your page, draw a circle and label it, well, make it easy, God, infinite intelligence, whatever your word for it is, but that's the circle at the top of your page. From that circle, draw a line to the middle of your page or down a little bit and draw another circle. Inside that circle, write an HS. In another direction, off of the universal love circle, draw another line and another circle and label that one HS also. You're going to do the same thing one more time. Somewhere off of the God circle, draw a line, end it with a circle, and write HS inside that circle. Okay, now pick one of those HS circles. Draw a smaller, draw three smaller lines off of the HS circle with littler circles at the end of each one of those lines. Put a letter P inside each one of those circles. Do that for all three of the HS circles. I think there's one more thing that we ought to add into this. Go back and let's label the first HS circle as A. The second one is B. The third HS circle is C. That'll make this, I think, maybe a little easier. All right, here comes the explanation for this madness 
All right, so we're all familiar with God, right? We know what the God circle is. Infinite intelligence, all that is. So let's just say that God was bored or whatever and wanted to experience or have different experiences in every possibility, if that's possible, because that may just be infinite. There's an infinite way of experiencing an infinite number of experiences and emotions. So in order to do that in infinite intelligence, God, or all that is, sort of fractured off and said, I want to experience this as different selves. So in our simple diagram here, that is the HS. That's higher self. So we have in this diagram three higher selves, A, B, and C, right? Let's say that you are higher self A. That is what I call higher self. I've heard it referred to as um, what? Over self, infinite self. It's your your overall spirit is that higher self. And then your higher self says, all right, I'm going to be efficient here. So I'm going to fracture off. And that fracture is one of those smaller circles with a P. That P is for personality. So one of those P's or personalities is you right now, whatever your name is right now. Another one of those P's was you in a different lifetime. The other P is you in yet a different lifetime. So who knows how many P's, how many different personalities you have had. So your higher self has fractured off into these personalities. And that personality feeds all the information, emotions, experiences, all the knowledge, wisdom, everything that's gained and feeds it back to the higher self through that line, sort of like an umbilical cord, okay? And your higher self feeds all of that back to infinite source, infinite intelligence through that line, sort of like an umbilical cord. So God is experiencing the God self. Your higher self is experiencing your higher self in many different personalities or many different ways. So then what about these other higher selves, higher self B and C? Well, in infinite wisdom, the design was it will be much more impactful if you go through your different lives with a soul pod. So those higher selves are part of your soul pod. So maybe higher self B, one of those personalities right now, is your spouse, your significant other somebody that you just know you have a soul connection with in this life. And in this life, that personality is that person's name. That person also has other personalities. That that person's higher self, higher self B, has other personalities with other lifetimes. You have probably been together in other lifetimes. And then there's higher self C. Maybe that is one of your children or your parents. You know, we just did a simple, right? There are more higher selves because you have more than two people in your soul pod. So where do spirit guides fall in here? One of these higher selves would be one of your spirit guides. 
Now, if you want to draw another higher self circle, that's fine, or it might be higher self B or C. But in this lifetime, that higher self, who is still part of your soul pod, chose to not incarnate, but to act as your soul or your spirit guide. Still in your soul pod, still somebody that you love dearly, and they're acting as your spirit guide. So when we look at this vibrationally, each of these personalities are at a lower vibration than your higher self. Your higher self is at a lower vibration than God or all that is. And we're trying to increase our vibration, increase our level of energy through our incarnations and our experiences. So your spirit guides higher self is at the same frequency as your higher self. It's just that right now, that spirit guide chose not to have a personality. They stayed disincarnate. They are only maybe a higher frequency than you are right now because you are in human form right now and they are not. So that was the agreement that you had when you came to this earth experience. Your agreement was, I'm going to da- going down to this lower vibration, dense earth. I'm going to forget my greatness. I'm going to forget that I am infinite love and I am infinite wisdom. And I'm going to go to this other side of the veil and have a lot of hard lessons and get to experience joy and love and all of these equally wonderful experiences from a different angle. So again, the law of polarity, I have to experience the really low lows to experience the high highs. I have to understand what darkness is to understand what light is. I have to experience sadness in order to appreciate happiness and joy. So we came down here, I say down, over whatever different dimension, to the earth to experience all of these different things. Now, next time around, once you make your transition, you're back into the infinite love, you're out of body, and the rest of your soul pod, or most of your soul pod, is also in the same situation, and you're all together, and you're saying, okay, Wow, we really all learned and we grew a lot together because you are responsible for your growth, but your soul pod helps as well. You support each other in your growth. And that's why it's not always fun and joyful. And we get to have challenges. We pose challenges to allow each other and ourselves to grow through those, right? So then next time around, when you're up, making your plans for your next life, your spirit guide, the person that served as your spirit guide right now, may say, you know, I was glad to sit on the sidelines and help you stay on path, guide you to make sure that you were learning the lessons you needed to learn. And your infinite self would say, I'm willing to sit out this time and I will do the same for you. I will be your spirit guide this time. So even though you're vibrating at about the same frequency, the difference is they, the spirit guide, whoever's serving as spirit guide in that lifetime, isn't limited by the dense earth. 
They have the infinite. They have access to the infinite love and intelligence. The Akashic records. They see the whole thing from a greater perspective, and they are fully aware of what your soul journey in this lifetime is. What lessons you chose to learn. It's like they have the whole map, and you're down here trying to find your way through this labyrinth without a map. So that's why they're guiding you periodically. So where does your higher self come into this? When would you communicate with your higher self versus your soul guides or your spirit guides to help you along the way? This is Majanaism, remember. But this is what I feel when I think back to when it. When do I feel like I need to connect with my higher self? When is that beneficial to me? And I think the basis for that is if I feel like. I'm working on something that needs to traverse time. Here's an example: a year and a half ago, I had to have spine surgery. So before I did that, I thought, okay, I have responsibility in this. I need to heal what I can heal before I turn my body over to a surgeon who is only looking at the anatomy and going to move my vertebrae around and drill pieces of metal into it. So I have a friend who's an amazing healer that I've talked to talked about on other podcasts, and what she said to me in my excruciating pain at the time was that this was a culmination of three different lifetimes, issues, karma that I'm bringing forth into one lifetime to resolve, and. The pain that I was experiencing and the pain of the healing was something that I had to go through, because I would have a spiritual experience as a result of that pain, in which I would not be able to have any other way. Wow, I was like, okay, I, you know, good to know, good to know. Before I, I went in under the knife. So since this was dealing with multiple lifetimes that obviously I don't have memory of, but who would? My higher self. So I meditated and called in my higher self, and asked for intuitiveness, guidance, wisdom. Asked my higher self to give me whatever I needed to have to transcend this issue and do the healing, so I could learn my lesson. I felt guided to listen to. Healing music.、Um, I actually just went on YouTube, and harmonics, healing harmonics. I think is what I googled for multiple nights. Maybe the two weeks between that time and my surgery, every night I would fall asleep, meditating and listening to these healing harmonics. And with my higher self as called in, I would visualize my spine healing perfectly, whole, healthy, and complete. My My complete physicality back, my limberness, and really opening my heart and opening my trying to open my chakras and my mind to the unknown in whatever that would take to help me with this healing, to help me on my journey and to become the person I was yet to become. So that. Transcended this lifetime. That was traversing time. It was multiple lifetimes. Another time that I would suggest calling in your higher self is if you're healing. There's something physical that there's really not a reason 
in this lifetime that you would have either a physical pain, it could be emotional, if it could be a phobia, it could be just some irrational fear that in this lifetime there is no reason that you would have that fear. I think that's really common. People have this stuff. Whether you have a memory of it or not, I mean, I have a very, very distinct memory of myself drowning in a previous lifetime in the ocean. I was on a ship, not the Titanic, but I was on a ship, and I'm aware that I was treading water in the ocean as long as I could, waiting for help and getting so exhausted I just gave up. And I can see and feel myself give up and just sink and just drift down. Very vivid. So I have not taken a cruise in this lifetime because of that. That's an irrational fear. And sometimes I think, okay, I need to deal with this and get on a ship and go do this. And then I'm like, yeah, no, I don't. (laughs) It's okay. I'm living without it. So maybe I will sometime. But that would be, I think, a time to call in my higher self because that's dealing with another lifetime. If I didn't have that memory But I had a real phobia. I think having that memory helps me understand why I literally have a hard time breathing when I think about getting on a ship and being stuck in the middle of the ocean. But if I did not have that memory and I just had the phobia, I would be like, okay, I really need to call in my higher self and figure this out or do like past life regression or something, which is accessing your higher self because it's 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 going through another lifetime. Well, this was a heady podcast. Got your brain working here, right? Got my brain working too, thinking about all of this stuff. And this is one of the reasons I love it. And I'm so passionate because we can think and think and think until oh, we're blue in the face. I don't know, whatever. And I've been there trying to figure it all out and came to the conclusion the universe is bigger than this. I cannot, nor am I supposed to in this lifetime, get it all figured out. And that left brain of mine still goes, uh, okay, let's kind of at least try to get a hierarchy, try to figure it out. Oh, the other thing I didn't talk about were angels. Where do angels fit into this? Kind of on a the next page, sort of, I guess. Angels are not now, nor would they ever be human. They are a separate breed, or a separate, separate phylum, a separate entity, however you choose to look at it. And their role is messenger, like in the Bible, they are called the messengers of God. So they are messengers. They are also protectors. We have archangels, and then we have other angels below that. We have guardian angels. So they have multiple roles, and their job for all of time is whatever their assigned job is. And quite honestly, I don't know if they have ranks As in, you know, one of them has maybe is a messenger and then becomes a guardian. I mean, I think there's some cute shows about that where they start out as little kid angels and they grow up. But I don't know. And that's one of those things like, does that matter on my daily life? No. What I do know is that angels are fun and loving and supportive. They are always there. They always have our backs and they do their jobs incredibly well. And I'm okay with leaving it at that. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad to be back on the air. Love to hear from you. Majana at lifeafterliferadio.com is my email. If you have an opportunity to check out our website, that is one of the ways I've been spending my time lately. It's soulfoodtalks.com. S-O-U-L, food 
TalksTalks.com. We are very excited about that. It's still a work in progress. We'll be adding things, but we have a lot of information and a lot of stuff on there. I would love to hear your feedback about that as well. I look forward to being back soon. And until then, namaste.